We are back. The CA Podcast Cap is back, hosted by Sound every week. It's a vibe. Follow me on Instagram everywhere. Appreciate all the listeners, especially, you know, the people. There's a couple hundred people that listen to us every week, just audio-wise, and a couple thousand that watch us every week. So we appreciate you. It means a lot to us. Um, got the Chub Corner in here. Half of the Chub Corner, the producers. Half of the Chub, man. Every we week. Have Chub. Got Marlon out. And we got Erlen in today. Um, Hope everybody's doing well, man. Thank you for tuning in today. Yeah, we appreciate everybody. It means a lot. Definitely a lot. Especially just in general. I was thinking about like the concept of, because I listen to podcasts and shit. And just, just the adjustment of our unorthodoxness when it comes to, are we having a guest? Is it a guest-based podcast? Is it a uh, two-co-host-based podcast? Is it, um, you know, sometimes a chub, uh, half a chub, there's a half other chub, both chubs. So the inconsistencies can sometimes be annoying if you're a listener uh, or a consumer of podcasts and stuff. So I, we appreciate and respect everybody that is definitely listening, Yeah, you know, every week in the midst of all that. It definitely means a lot. Trust me, because I know how it can be when I'm used to something one way it could get annoying whatever but bear with us we're human trying our best to keep the content coming every week no matter what i'm always going to be here so i'm gonna try to pump that out every week cap episodes for you guys but nonetheless let's get started further ado you know this is going to be one of the fastest uploaded and one of the the fastest lengthwise episodes because we had a couple uh guests canceled this week but we're going to keep it going and also, <clears throat> also, me and Erlen were playing with the settings before we started, so we got the settings crisp. I'm pretty sure as crisp as possible, hopefully, because last week we saw that there were some random echoes and yeah. all that shit. So we're gonna have them this hopefully in pristine. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's cross took, our fingers. Took hopefully. like an hour and a half before this. You Jesus know, Christ, hair and bag testing it a little yep. bit. So, but we don't mind. It's, it it's fun and all yeah. do fun. Um, but yeah, man, let's get started. You know, we got the prime situation. <laughs> prime. Nope. Drink Prime. Hey. You know, if you're watching on YouTube, you see the advertisement. Or it isn't an advertisement. We just love Prime. How's it's it taste? good, bro. One out of ten, Erlen. Give it a taste test. Prime. First time ever trying it. You, uh, you could ask Vic. I texted him. He had it. One out of ten. I'll give it a nine. Ooh. Give it pretty high. <laughs> right yeah. Pretty high. The pretty Icy high. Pop flavor. Limited. Icy Pop. Nice. Very limited. Very limited. You know, hard to find drink. You know, let's support... Um, you know, it's not a white-owned business. We have KSI involved, yeah. so it's half white, half black. So just putting it out there <laughs> for whoever gives a fuck. Um, support that company, and well, hopefully they support us. Guess we need some sponsorships. Prime, we'll drink it. Ever we'll drink it for breakfast if we need to. Let's fucking do it, uh, Logan KSI. Let's fucking do it. Um, <laughs> I'm over here eating my noodle cup, cup of noodle. Uh. I don't know how to pronounce the company. I just eat it every week. Maruchan Insta Lunch. <laughs> hey. Let's get that sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Meek Mill was trying to get it. It wasn't working out. It, was working with it wasn't soup. working out. He was like, you know, from the hood and then the jails where we ate or something. Meek, you're a billionaire, damn near. <laughs> Relax. No one cares. They relate to more up-and-comer grinders like us. We eat this shit. Not even for fun. We can only afford yeah. it. <laughs> There's no other See, either choice. that or rocks. Yeah. Or some ice. Yeah. yeah. Meek beating escargot when he desires. This is a different conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But 
Speaking of cultural topics, let's get right into it. A lot of juicy shit to discuss. Let's break them down briefly in a fun fashion per usual, like we always do. From the top, where they say, um, the girls are beefing again, <laughs> they say. Uh, but the two top female artists in the rap game, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, have had a back and forth kind of like, I don't want to belittle anyone, but and I look at it where it's kind of like a, this sounds disrespectful, but it's almost like a mother-daughter type mm. of situation because the og obviously uh nikki and then you have the new up-and-comer that's taken everything by storm cardi b and there's been animosity between them we got the collaboration right motorsport motorsport yeah. with the migos but, it but then sneaky, it was beef though. there yeah it controversy wasn't. on set right or some yeah. shit happened i forgot you know uh it was during the everyday struggle era with joe budden and that whole situation spiciness i think they weren't even together when they were filming at the same time it was no. separate right separate sets no nah, yeah separate sets yeah they didn't know they was gonna be together yeah on I, yeah track. i think yeah they didn't even yeah. know they're gonna be together on the song so that happened right so there hasn't been an organic official collaboration between them unfortunate because i would love it yeah but ever since then there has been beef a brewing so for those who don't know breaking down the beef that happened over the weekend online cardi b tweeted right here that she is alleging that she's a part of people's marketing plan. And in this case, alluding to who dropped this weekend, obviously Meg Thee Stallion dropped, but her and Meg Thee Stallion are cool, so I'm not sure. I'm, people don't think it's that. Mm. People are assuming that she's alluding to Nicki Minaj, right? So the tweet said, first of all, it's multiple tweets. One of the tweets says Cardi B. Let me pull them up, actually, that way that people could see them on YouTube right behind me. Get that full visual. That way they don't think we're capping. This is the cap podcast, but we do not. Oh, we cap sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes we cap, you know. When it comes to certain things like sports and certain topics. Yeah, yeah you know. We got to live up to the brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the brand is strong. We got to live up to the cap. We got to cap sometimes on the cap podcast. Um, but right here, Cardi B says that she wants to be paid if people are going to continue using her name for their marketing plan. The hot shit rapper added that she got DMs saved and tweets posted on Sunday night. In one post, she said, the DMs I be saving, people be forgetting. LMFAO, right here. The tweet, blah, 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 blah. That's weird, mm. right? Because she's alluding to, like, she has some, what's it called? She got some some tea. Yeah, some she got spiciness some tea. in the DMs. Cardi, spill the tea. <laughs> We're thirsty over here. We want to sip that tea, girl. Uh, <laughs> spill the tea if you're gonna, cause it's like, why do this and like, you know, yeah, it's like, don't do. It's like, come on, don't, don't, don't threaten it. Just pull the trigger. Um, right here she tweets this week. Just prove that we've been what we've been saying for years. I'm a part of people's marketing plan. I refuse to help if I don't get paid. Then a fan page, I think, to is it Nicki Minaj? Yeah, Nicki Minaj fan page said no because why? Every time someone is trying to sell something, they start with you randomly. Rappers, TikTokers, or it's a Cardi fan page. Blah, blah, blah. Make them pay up. She said, be right back vacationing with my kids and friends, right? She ain't bothered by it. She's not bothered, right? And, but there's also, I think they didn't update it. Who's this, Hot New Hip Hop? No, Hot New Hip Hop didn't update this, right? Uh, And the, pe the reason that she's saying this, for those who don't know, so Nicki Minaj dropped that song on Friday, the um sample to the Rick James song, Super Freaky Girl. And then Cardi tweeted... Um, I'm gonna look it up. 
raw or live in front of everyone because I'm disappointed in hot new hip hop right now. So has has Nicki been um, going to what she said before that she wants to drop like a song every Friday? Was it Pink Friday? Kind of. Has she been doing it or she's she wants to? She's because she I think she was waiting for the Queen Radio Show, so mm-hmm. she launched it officially on AMP, a new application that Joe Budden, Pusha T, Lil Yachty, they have radio shows on it. Yeah, not a lot of people listen to it. I listen to it because I be trying to be you know deep and shit. But mm-hmm. it's a new app. It's starting, and Nikki finally has a new show on it, the Queen Radio Show. She brought it back on there. Um, so she premiered this song on there, and in the midst of the promotion for this song. Her fans are going to fan out. So it's basically the Cardi B, Cardi Gang, Barty Gang fans versus the Nikki, what are they called? The Fuck, the Barbs. The Nikki, uh, how am I? Sorry, I'm a Barb too. I forgot, <laughs> guys. Sometimes I forget what I am. You know, I'm a Barb as well. So one of the Barbs tweeted at Cardi B, basically a quote retweet. Don't she have kids to be caring for? Stop searching for hate and speaks volumes about you, who you are, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And then Cardi just tweeted, go stream. Basically, go stream the track, the Nicki track, in promotion of the track. Basically. Yeah. You know. But I think she deleted that tweet. Correct me if I'm wrong, Barty gang. I think Cardi deleted that. And then Nicki said, imagine the barbs, telling the barbs, go stream. Then they break a whole Spotify record. Child. Because Cardi... uh, did that but i'm not sure i don't think that's the reason people were just streaming it because it's nikki's song yeah. nonetheless i'm long-winded today bear with me Nicki minaj the, has the highest one day first day streams for a female rap song in history with that song that dropped on friday so she's saying the irony of people saying go stream but then now look at this it happened like you helped me out yeah but uh, it's like it's like do you think cardi is really still trying to beef like how she's saying she don't care you know she ain't trying to get in the mix of shit nikki's trying to promote her stuff so she's trying to bring in other people in just to get that that hype around it more but it's kind of tough when the opposite person that you want that hype out is, is not you know i, I don't know back with you. because my thing is like i think there's definitely be first of all i don't i don't want to be Andrew Tate with them, misogynistic, whatever. But I do think, like, females are more emotional. Yeah. Naturally, it's been proven, right, with a lot of situations. And... Especially when there's not many that's at the top. Like yeah, that, and when know? it comes to musically, rappers, there's yeah. always a thing, competition. It's always competitive, competitive. I wish in a perfect world they would sit down and work together and be like, yo, let's be friends. Like, let's stop this shit. It's bullshit. But at the same time, this helps both of them marketing-wise. So maybe yeah. the labels might be, like, pushing us behind the scenes. We don't know what's really... It could be fake beef it could be real beef because it's not like they're threatening each other's children it's not going to that level right which we're going to get into later that a rapper did that recently um but cardi and nikki nikki has right to be mad in a sense where cardi did say go stream so it's like she's not saying it something negative but she obviously one could assume is like sarcastically go stream because they're kind of asking her what does she feel about the song and she's just saying go stream mm. But then she says, you know, I'm a part of people's marketing plan, LOL. And if she's not talking about Nikki, then it's coincidental. Like, who are you talking about, Cardi? You have yeah. to be talking about Nikki, you know? And it's, it's just weird to me. It's weird. Like, this, this, this shit's still happening. Um, I want females to unite and end this shit, please. Let's end this shit. Barbs and the Barty gang, let's form a new team. Barty, the Barty Barbs. The Barty Barbs. The Cardi, Barty Barbs. 
you know, the Barty Barbies. Let's get something happening. Yeah. Let's make some more money and less drama because at the end of the day, they're both parents now. Yeah. They both have husbands, basically, right? So Nikki basically married? I think she's, yeah, or her, damn near. Her man, they're yeah. both married. Um, Let's get to the bag. There's Let's of, stop it. A lot of good music to be made, yo. It's uh, too much bullshit, you know. Because they're not going to run into each other. They're not battle rappers. No, no. Like, oh, I'll see you in a club one day. And they might. And if they do, what are they going to do? Throw hands? I don't think they're shooting each other. They're not going to shoot each other fighting. over this. Yeah, nah. Let's not do that, guys. Yeah. You know, I don't think Kenneth Petty has to worry about Offset. <laughs> Hopefully not. I got my money on Offset, though. <laughs> you think if, so? If push comes to he shove. Don't got, he don't got the Migos no more, though, behind yeah. him. So... Listen, if Offset comes up to me and goes, hey, her, I'm going to just fucking like, oh, shit. I'm going to fucking be scared, bro. It's like, he could just, Offset. So Offset. One ad lib, they all come. Yo, mama. He might just say, take off Offset. Uh, take off ad libs. Mama. I'll be like, damn, we're out of here. We're out of here. That means he's going to kill your mom. Get out of here. He's going to kill your mom. I don't want to risk it, you know, but. Yeah. Let's hope nothing happens. Moving on. Um. Because hopefully that's not serious. It's serious, yeah. but I hope it's not serious, right? I don't want it to be serious. But something very serious happened. Right when we left the last podcast episode, Donald Trump's house, Mar-a-Lago, has officially been raided. Now, this is the full warrant that has been unsealed. The government, everyone has access to this now. Public records, Trump approved it. It got unsealed, right? The actual warrant. This is very deep shit right here, guys. When you read the warrant, the United States hereby notice that it is filing the following document, which is a redacted version of material previously filed in the case number under seal. The search warrant signed and approved by the court August 5th. So as of August 5th, the court had already approved the warrant. Three days later, I think August 8th was when they actually executed the search. Um, the property listings blah, 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 filed with the court. So now on August 11th, they have the receipt of everything they got is here in the warrant right you read the warrant more in depth you can see your command to execute this warrant on or before august 9 august 19th so they had that amount of time 14 days from august 5th to do it so within those two weeks they had to execute it they executed it three days later right you know they must have known that trump wasn't around and they did it yeah. You know, they did it. The judge signed it. Here we go. The premises search. Listen to this. This is the address in Palm Beach, Florida is further described as a resort club residence located in an intersection of Southern Boulevard. Blah, 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 blah. It is described as a mansion of approximately 58 bedrooms, Damn. 33 bathrooms on 17 acre estate. God damn. Sheesh. And the locations searched inside include the 45 office. He has an office called the 45 office because he was number 45, 45, the 45th yeah. president. <laughs> but this is not the White House. But he still is like, you know, he's representing, you know, I mean, like, fuck it. He was the president at the end of the day. Hate him or love him. All storage units, all storage rooms, all other rooms, areas within the premises used are available to be used by the former POTUS. I didn't even know that was a thing. F, F POTUS? I didn't even know it was like an actual. That sounds like fuck the president of the United States. Fuck. F POTUS? <laughs> I didn't know it was an abbreviation. His staff in which the boxes and documented and couldn't be stored, including the s structures and buildings on the estate. It does not include blah, blah, blah. Scroll down. All physical documents and records constituting evidence, contraband, fruits of crime, and other illegal, illegally items illegally possessed in violation of 18, blah, blah, blah. So this basically breaks down everything that they were doing, like legally wise, but uh, legally wise. But now we have the description of the items. Four documents. 
Um, wait, no, no, my bad, guys. I think this is like, and very like, bear with me. This is like very technical shit. So I guess item number four, the title, I guess they call it documents. So there's documents. There's a box, another box, another box, another box. Count the boxes. Are how many is that? Five, right? It's five boxes. So keep yeah. track of that. There's five right there. Five boxes so far. Executive grant of clemency. President of France. Information. I have information of the president of France in the boxes, I guess, or somewhere. Wow. Leather bound boxes. Another box is six, right? Classified documents. Potential presidential record on there. A binder of photos. Another binder of photos. A handwritten note. Another box. A seven, eight, nine boxes so far. Miscellaneous secret documents. Another box is, is 10 documents again, 11, 12 boxes, 13 boxes, more documents, more documents, a lot of documents. How many boxes at 13? 13, yeah. 13, 14, well, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Let's just round it. Bro, that, 30 boxes, damn near. But it's it's not like, it's not no regular papers. That shit, it says it has things on uh, the Francis president. Like, it has Real things shit. on former presidents. Like It's not like a diary of talking about my girlfriend from high school or yeah, some bullshit. No. And, I mean, we know the history between Trump and the Russian president. Yeah. You know, probably not besties, but, damn, you have these documents that could help a couple people in, in a big way, probably. Yeah. That's fucked. And it's like, why did he take them? Obviously, yeah, he right. might think it's his possession or his... Pro, uh, you know, his his is his items, his his possession is his, but legally I guess he is not, you know, or they want to research it, whatever the case may be. After Trump left office for timeline, for those who don't know, January twenty twenty one, they issued a statement saying that he uh that they received the National Archives records to see received some of Trump's presidential records. However, some had been torn up by Trump. This was right wow. when he left office, so there was allegedly torn up papers and stuff. So that made them want to kind of kind of investigate the yeah. situation, right? Well, it was so secretive. So as of this year, in February, they confirmed that they did get stuff from him. They got 15 boxes, you know, so they started getting things since February. They started getting things from Trump back. New York Times reported in April that the archives instructed the Department of Justice to end its sharing of documents with the House of Committee. CNN reported several Trump aides were interviewed by FBI. So people started getting interviewed from Trump's team by FBI in April, right? Because they kept investigating this box situation. Hmm. Several investigators in June reportedly met with Trump's attorneys in June where a grand jury subpoena served for some of the documents of Mar-a-Lago residents. So they had a subpoena for some of the documents, right? But then in August, the FBI's searched after getting the warrant august 5th and august 8th they searched mar-a-lago presence um and then the president said trump these are dark times for our nation as of my beautiful home mar-a-lago currently under siege raided and occupied by a large group of fbi agents nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the united states ever very true he's yeah. right there they even broke into my safe what the difference is between this and watergate where operatives broke into democratic um, National Committee were here in reverse. Democrats broke into the home of a 45th president of the United States. Now, in my opinion, the irony, what happened with the Capitol riots? They broke into the Capitol. They were going to the White House. All these people that allegedly and arguably he incited and he motivated either that day or days prior with the energy, right? They did it. But then <laughs> the FBI legally mm. breaks into his house, but legally. You know, so now he's mad, you know, 
It's crazy irony, huh? No, nah, it's funny too because I seen like he was trying to um, say like, "Oh, I would help them out." Like, I don't know why they're treating me this way. Like, I would give them anything they need. But like, why do you have those papers in the first place? They're classified papers that only the president can see or higher up people can see. And you took those papers once you left office. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. Like, why are you mad that they went and fucking just? bombarded your house to go get their papers back like it's very strange it's, it's very it's very strange you know because this could have all been prevented right but as of today literally hours ago breaking news president trump has officially responded former president trump uh in a his first interview about this situation he spoke to fox former president trump said he would do whatever he can yeah. to help the country after fbi's raid telling fox temperature has been brought has to be brought down while stressing that the American people are not going to stand for another scam. So he's tying this all into back into like the injustice of the government, government. of America, corrupt police. But he was a part of that. Yeah. He was a president. It's just, but that's the irony of all this is like our own presidents are being raided by the FBI. That happens to local drug dealers. That happens to crack houses, prostitute houses. This is happening to a former president. Yeah. So it's weird. Will you, if he does run again, will you vote for this man? Now, a lot of people look at it where it's like, that's gangster. Oh, wow. The president that happens, that's a gangster shit. I don't think it's that gangster. Yeah, nah. Cause I, mean, I can see where you can play onto that if it's a part of a biopic or something and fun. But if this leads to potentially something where it's like crime related, then he is a criminal. Yeah. But as of now, he's not. The country is in a very dangerous position. This is tremendous anger like I've never seen before over all the scams. This is a new one, years of scams and witch hunts. And now this, Trump says today, if there's anything we can do to help, I and my people will certainly be willing to do so. There has never been a time like this where law enforcement has been used to break into the house of a former president of the United States. This is tremendous anger in the country at a level that has never been seen before and other then during perilous times, this is the first time, I think that they would want the same thing. I've never seen anything like this. Um, it is very dangerous for our country. He continued to add, I will do whatever I want to help the country. Years of fake. Okay, so the same thing. Phony Russia, Russia, Russia schemes and scams. Nothing has happened to those people who perpetrate that. Nothing ever happens to them. Um, and then they break into the president's house, sneak attack, where it's totally no one has ever thought of a thing like this would happen. So he keeps just emphasizing the idea that some people are expressing. If you're a supporter of Trump, a lot of people have been doing this. A lot of political pundits, a lot of political, you know, speakers on these news platforms because they're just shocked. Like, oh, my God, why are they doing this to him? They shouldn't be doing this to him. But I'm pretty sure the FBI, FBI has investigated it properly where if they want to do it, they're doing it for a reason. Because yeah, when they do this to drug dealers and shit, people don't get mad. Like, it's like, oh, he no, was selling yeah. drugs. He got raided. But when it happens to Trump now, people are like, hmm. Has to be something up here. Maybe there's not anything up. Yeah, no. Nah. You can support the man, but if he's doing a crime, shouldn't he be, you know, treated like any other civilian? Yeah. Some people argue no. Some people argue that he should be given like a white flag because he was a president by default. Like a, a pass, like a hall pass. No. Nah. I don't think that's how America or like the world works. You know, but that's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, when they got a warrant, it's because they have proof. Like, yeah. you have to show that to a judge, and the judge has to sign off. So there has to be a reason why they went into the house, and yeah. Yeah, so Trump fans, I don't know, man. It's a sad time for you guys, I would I would assume. 
Comment down below. Share your opinion. I'm not picking here side necessarily. I'm just stating my opinion. I was like, hey, hey. You're doing Ill illegal activities. You got to go. Sometimes you do the crime, got to pay the time. But he hasn't done the crime yet. Hasn't been proven. But I'm just saying that might be leading to this. It might be his demise. But speaking of powerful people, the two most powerful rappers arguably in our lifetime right now have reunited, it seems like. Drake and Kendrick Lamar are friends again. At least that's what I'm gathering from this information and from this footage that was captured recently. So Drake seems to have had a great time. He stopped by the Big Steppers tour. The Kendrick Lamar tour that's happening right now. It happened in Boston over the weekend or was it last week? I think on Thursday last week or Friday? Last weekend. Last yeah. week. It happened last week over here locally. He had a stop nearby. I was going to go, but it was too last minute. I didn't have a ticket. I am seeing Bad Bunny though on Thursday, but... We'll get to that later. But I'm trying to play the footage. Is it here? Oh, it's here. Of Drake. He literally was at the actual fucking Kendrick Lamar concert. I thought it was fake. Like, no, he's not there. He was there. This is him. Fans seeing him. You don't hear no audio, right? No, nah, I don't hear the audio. I don't know why. Oh, I got you. No. Oh, now? Okay. Yeah. Who's there? Maybe he feels like it's Toronto, so I have to like be here, support any artist. But he's looking at Baby Keem. I didn't see any footage of him literally being there while Kendrick was performing. I doubt that he just saw Baby Keem and left. I know he is cool with Baby Keem. He has like a friendship with Baby Keem. He's a fan of Baby Keem. But then a lot of people, because he was going to sign Baby Keem, but a lot of people said that Baby Keem was talking about... Um, uh, top, uh, number two DM in my bitch was Drake. Number two DM in my bitch. I mean, that, that's why. Like he was talking about, it was a shot at Drake because they were talking about top fives so and number Drake's two. number two and Kendrick Lamar's Kendrick number, number one. one. He's wow. like, number two was DM in my bitch. Because if not, then what the fuck is Baby Keem talking about? Why yeah. would you even say that in a rap? Number two DM in my bitch. It's like, are we wrong to connect these dots? Yeah. You know, but it could have been number two. Drake could have still DM'd his bitch, which allegedly was... What's her name from Fifth Harmony? Damn, I forgot her name now. She was in the music video when like they were playing in reverse. They were like on the limousine and it was shooting. It was that that beautiful, beautiful the Spanish one, beautiful yeah. black queen. She's beautiful, oh. beautiful girl. I was gonna forgot say Camilla, her name. But it's not Camilla. I forgot her name. She has that song name. with Cardi B. Let it up. Do -do -do. Tell me what you wanna do. Oh, take me for a while. Wild side. He DM'd, so he DM'd her. Allegedly, because that's what that was allegedly Baby Keem's girlfriend. Number two DM'd her. Yeah. Oh, Normani. Shout out to Normani. Normani. I love Normani. So allegedly that was Baby Keem's girlfriend. I don't know, but nonetheless, I guess this was all put to rest. Kendrick Lamar and Drake might be friends again. Did they ever stop being friends? A lot of people are like, no, they haven't. It was alluded to because the animosity is there. We see Drake with Kendrick when every never really. I'm trying to think the last time we even saw them around each other. Never. No. We see Drake and J. Cole all the fucking time. Literally, I think Drake, he wasn't at the J. Cole game, but J. Cole was at the game of the basketball team that he used to play for in the Toronto. Not playing. He was just supporting his team because I think it was like the championships yesterday. They lost. But Drake was posted on his IG, heated that they lost. Um, I think he wasn't there because he was here. I think he was here at the Kendrick show. I might be wrong. I think it was the same time. Um, 
But yeah. Well, uh, with, J- with J. Cole, when he said like his line where two legends can't go uh, coexist, like, you know, I gave him that, I gave Drake, you know, that thing of like, all right, he's, he's not, he doesn't hate me himself, you know, he doesn't compare me to himself, like, you know, in a competition wise. And like now with Drake, with Kendrick, you know how Kendrick in the song, like, he's like, oh, Y'all fuck with Drake. I don't even know if he meant. Did he mention Drake? But he's not your savior when he was like stepping over everybody's name. Like y'all fuck with this. No, he never well, mentioned he, him, right? He, he never mentioned Drake's Drake. name. Hmm, but he I, said he said uh, future something. Not your savior, future. J Cole. Not your savior. Blah, blah blah. So I wonder if Drake took that as like a shot at him. Not not a shot, but like saying like yo, like y'all y'all trying to force us against each other. Y'all look at us as different when. Like, we all the same, bro. Like, yo, we all... Yeah, I don't know. But then people in the comments keep saying he did that shit on purpose. Drake being petty. Drake being petty. Oh, my God. He's so petty. Why would he do this? Show up at his concert. Hmm. Who knows? He could have showed up uninvited. That's Drake. You know? But if I'm him, would I show up uninvited? I feel some type of way if I'm not invited because it's in Toronto. But then are you cool enough with him? We don't know what the fuck is happening. These guys might be plotting behind the scenes the biggest rap song of all time, the biggest rap album behind uh, of all time. I hope so. That's my dream. Yeah. I want to hear fucking Drake and Kendrick. Kendrick showed you on damn, he can do R&B. He can do everything. They can take it to that level. They can do a lot of shit. Could be hard bars level, nostalgia level, with like Kendrick and Pusha T level. It could be to that level too, but I'm going back and forth. I just want union ship. I don't yeah. want beef. You know, and if we are getting beef, let's get the beef. Ruin. Let's get the rap thing, tracks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's get the rap songs dropping. Yeah. But now Drake showing up to Kendrick's concert is just weird to me because then they can't that the beef shit has to it can't nah. be that's it doesn't it doesn't exist. I don't think so. I mean he he's not backstage. He's usually, not backstage, usually, but he is like in the what's it called there? He's in oh VIP type. VIP the top. box and shit. He's I mean, sitting he'll, he'll have his privacy, but I think that's also Drake showing you our support too, bro. You think Drake moving. purposely wants to be seen yeah. by fans on purpose? Like I'm here to support him. Ha yeah. ha ha. Like y'all are wrong. Y'all y'all. Yeah, or is he up? being yeah. petty? I don't know, man. It's a lot of things, yeah. This is hard to digest, but it happened. Comment down below. What do you guys feel? It's going to be the public's decision to decide because we don't know the actual answer. Yeah. So we're just going to be here <laughs> and giggling. Oh, my God. What's happening? Because that's all we can fucking do. Yeah. You know, and it's like, why not? It's fun. It's not violence and it's not real beef. I hope not. Let's pray it's not. Let's hope this is a good sign yeah, that this is going to be, good. you know, more collabs, more collabs, Thanks. not no more disses, more subs. Uh, uh. Let's end that shit. You know, Kendrick Lamar. I think his first tour, his first major tour was Drake's tour. Mm. And I think his first like major look on a major album was Drake's Take Care album because Kendrick Lamar has a whole interlude on there by himself just rapping hard, you know. And on that interlude, I, I request, I request, I recommend a lot of people to go revisit that interlude because that interlude was him talking about his envy in like a sarcastic way for Drake and Mr. Ovio and talking about like the girls and this and that and like the beef like they have. But no beef. It was like a weird thing that the interlude. So revisit that when you guys get the chance. But speaking of beef, here we have an actual beef that's been a brood. For those who don't know, the game has started a beef with Eminem. First of all, did you hear the new game album? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yes or no? Uh, yeah, it was different. It was. Di- I, I like the game album. It wasn't bad. Thirty-one songs, but long as fuck. <laughs> What's your butt? Jesus. It was kind of worth it though. Too fucking long, but hey. 
Not really any skips. Maybe he three deleted, skips for me. He deleted two songs actually. Oh, now he's so updated. Now it's twenty nine. Yeah, and I, I, oh. I didn't pay attention what two songs it I was. I know one of them had to be the Nipsey song. Like Nipsey uh, allegedly Wack One Hundred said that Sam, which is Nipsey's brother, didn't approve of it. Mm, so but it now they're that saying that Wack didn't even submit for approval wow. for that song, so it never got cleared because Wack didn't even submit for a clearance supposedly because Wack One Hundred is a the games manager, right? Mm. Um, and speaking of Nipsey. Happy birthday, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. His birthday's today. They gave him a, a star in a Hollywood Walk of Fame today on his actual birthday. He would have been 37 years old today. 37 years old, 37 years too young. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. It's crazy how he died. It's, it's so wild. You see the blue hearts, the blue emojis everywhere on this day always. Um, but Wack 100 was just mad. Like, oh, why we haven't? Like, what's going on with Sam? He hasn't dropped no new Nipsey's music. Like, what's going on? Everything's happened, all these anniversaries. But it's like, whack, that's not your place to decide. Let that shit, like, let them decide, right? That's yeah. Sam, that's his blood, his actual blood, his family. Let them decide, right? But nonetheless, if you didn't hear the game album, I recommend go listening to the game album. I love the game album. I think it's impressive. I know there's a lot of jokes with the game online. Stop the fucking jokes. <laughs> He's a real rapper, and he can fucking rap anyone in circles, to be honest. Rap circles around anyone, I think. Yeah. He's really that good. He can take it there. Um, one of the most underrated, but at the same time, I think he's one of the best ever. I've always loved the game. One of my favorites. Now, and he has a great discography. When you go down to his discography, sure. he has a great discography. You know, um, at least up to Jesus piece. Everything after is like questionable. Documentary 2, 2.5, all that shit. The, uh, Born to Rap. But this album, I think is a great album. On this album, there's a song called The Black Slim Shade. I reacted to it, go watch it separately. He dissed Eminem sarcastically, but at the same time, kind of paying homage to Eminem, mimicking Eminem, then yeah. actually talking about like everything that fans comment online. He's like, 10 years later, 10 albums later, something. I, I don't play none of them in my, my car. I don't play your music in the club. I'm tired of you rapping. And he's like talking about his beard, like stop dying your beard, kind of like how MGK kind of did. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, rapping like Eminem. Making fun of the Stan situation, having a Stan's brother in the skit, having skits of, in that song. Yeah. It's a 10 minute song. It's like a fucking movie, right? It's yeah. fucking long as fuck. Um, talking about Dr. Dre, coming at 50 Cent, you know. I like it though. He's he's saying names. Saying names. Saying names. Calling he's people not out. subtweeting like a lot of people are doing. It's not yeah. subs. It's straight out call out, right? Yeah. He's calling out Eminem to come out, come out, come out and play. <laughs> and then also Haley. He said something about Haley, like something about, um, he said something else, which we're going to get into right now, but he says something in the song about Haley. One second, one second. Shady. Nah, that, that low-key, it was a banger. Like, 10 minutes is OD. Like, you could tell he probably it took 10 years to write that shit. Like, that was, <laughs> that was a long-ass song, but. It's a long-ass fucking song, bro. But, but actually, yeah. it's, and it's hard. It's hard, bro. When you break it down. I know a lot of people, like, make fun of it, but I think it's the Eminem stands. They're going to be stands, and I get it. Yeah. I love, like, fan bases. Like, it's crazy how these people, I wish, you know, we kind of have a cult following low-key, but not as big, obviously, as, like, a Beehive, the Nicki Barbs, the Cardi, Barty Gang, yeah. or the Eminem stands. Like, and Eminem stand, by definition, I think it's in the dictionary now, the stand, the, the word stand. stand is in the dictionary, so he's, like, the most, like, prime example of that. The newer age fans that go crazy now, like the Kanye fans, like a new thing, like these new young Kanye fans go too hard. Yeah. But it's similar to the stands, right? The Eminem stands. So kudos to them. I know they're watching. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. But I don't agree with everything you fucking say all the time. <laughs> um, and but this case scenario, when you come for the family, it's obviously like, hold up. 
So he didn't mention Haley in this song. Now I remember he was kind of like doing how the stand skit is. Like, oh, I got, I got Haley in the trunk or something. Like uh, the game was saying that. Like something about got Haley in the trunk or something. But she's safe. Don't worry. Something, something. He didn't take it too far, but he still mentioned her, right? Yep. And then after, well, before this, that came after this. But before this, this happened where the game, you know, there was a Haley post on Facebook. Someone posted it, Eminem's daughter Haley then and now, then and now, showing like this is how she was as a child with Eminem, and now she's 26, beautiful girl, showing her body, showing her skin, living a young, you know, young 20-ish, not young 20, but mid-20s, living her 20s out, being a woman, mm -hmm. whatever she wants to do, you know, shout out to Haley. And then the game commented randomly, I think he deleted it now, I'm not sure, but it said, can she rap? <laughs> so it's like... What does that mean? What do you th how do you interpret that when he says that? What is he, what is he trying to do? Like, just randomly say that? I like if you take it as is, it's pretty funny because it's like, what are you trying to say? Like, she got Eminem skill, like in the blood oh. and shit. Like, yo, can she rap? Can she get on the mic? Or is he saying can she get on the mic? You feel me? Like a different mic? Mm. Can she rap? On I don't know. <laughs> that shit just mad random, yo. Someone said you you're you're good. I love your music, but I but Eminem would smash you in a battle, brother. No disrespect. Also, Stan responded, "Oh yeah, you know they probably were killing him in the comments, but because I think that was a while ago. Remember, what was it that it was? I think it was the game that said that like, I I can beat R1 to face Eminem in the verses, and we talked about yeah, it here. I think, yeah. And we were like, yo, it actually could be a good because like they have hits. Like if you really break it down, things on drink champs too. Yeah, but Eminem I think would beat him in the verses. Like Eminem has smackers. Eminem has smackers. Eminem." But Eminem would need a bigger. He doesn't. The game's not big enough for Eminem when it comes to like pop level major hit songs. Mainstream, so yeah. But nonetheless, so this happened. Did he take it too far? Comment down below. How do you guys feel? Did he take it too far? Eminem will Eminem respond? That's my thing. I was looking for like Eminem response. Eminem hasn't responded yet. People think, said that Haley responded, but she didn't. I think it was like an old TikTok. Yeah, that, that she was, was like, funny. The Fifty Cent shit. Like she was like quoting the Fifty Cent voice, like something like they talk shit, something talk, something like talking about haters or something. She was, yeah. But I don't think she was talking about the game. He was like, "Yo, this person said fuck this person, fuck this, and fuck Fifty. Mm -hmm. Why are you saying fuck me for?" And then yeah. she said that, like, "Yo, that was, that was pretty funny." It's a weird situation because how does Eminem approach this? Is he talking to Haley like, "Yo, don't respond to nothing, ignore that shit," or are they just like? Staying away from each other because she is 26, so yeah. it's like she's not his little baby girl anymore. You know, it's interesting, man. I don't want people to take it to that level though, but as I get it because Eminem and Haley, Haley was such a prominent figure in his music early on, so they want to use that against him back. But it's I think, kids, I think Eminem, even though she's not a kid, nah, I, I, I think she took it more as a joke just because she's like, yo, why are you involving me in rap shit? But I think Eminem's definitely in the studio. I, I don't think he's going to let the game come off with this. <laughs> he also... Got he some bars! He said, yo, Dr. Dre, in the song, he said he killed Dr. Dre. Like, he even, like, Ben McTim killing Dr. Dre and stuff. Dr. Dre having his last post. Um, saying, yo, get one of those beats. Come on. Come at me. Eight Mile Part 2. Let's get it. Oof. Listen. Sheesh. I hope this happens, spicy. guys. I want to, because my thing is, a lot of people diss Eminem, and Eminem responds here and there, Joe Budden, et cetera, but it'll be like a couple bars, and they'd be hard, but the game kind of went at him fully. Yeah. Literally, the song is called The Black Some Shady. You guys can be like, it's for clouds, for attention. Who gives a fuck is rap? Like, everything's for attention. 
Everything that people do is for attention. Eminem released a greatest hits album two weeks ago. It's for attention. Yeah. He wants you to re-listen to his old music. Like people, everything's attention. This is fine. Like relax. Um, but I think he had to get that out his chest, though. I think he had that. I home. think that might be an old song too. Yeah. Like I don't think it's like he just made recently made. It. He might have been had that shit done because it's such a, like a concept record. Like yeah. it's probably been accomplished. So. You know, so will Eminem respond? Did he respond? Let us know if you guys saw anything. Yeah. I think he will respond, and I think it's going to be pretty soon. I'm talking about this weekend yeah. type shit. I hope it is that soon, too. Let's get the ball rolling with that shit. That's going to be an interesting beef battle. But nonetheless, before we get to our last major topic of the day, Rod Wave dropped a new album Friday. He sold 140,000 copies this weekend or this week. They're estimating it. That's a lot. Yeah. Shout out to Raw Wave. I haven't heard the album fully. I heard a couple tracks. I didn't react to it because I was just busy. I, the, the game album was so fucking long. The Nicki Minaj song. I didn't get around to the, the Raw Wave one. I kind of regret it now because it's such a successful album. But I, I mean, I haven't heard it too. You haven't heard none of it? No, nah, I haven't heard it just because it's like... He has oh, that one song alone that's mad good. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of his vibe has been very the same. Sad. Yeah. That sad thing. Like, we in the summer. So are you one of those people thing? that have feels like a lot of Twitter people feel like, oh, Rod Wave's music's sad. I'm tired. I don't want to hear that shit. I'm not a fan of Rod Wave. How do you feel? So, so no, I mean, because he's, he's had, had, he's had some, some like, nice pop, pop fucking, like, like, like green, green light. I remember it was a nice, like, hype song. But then he just started getting in his mood where... It's, it's like, like, all right, I'll hear for a couple of songs and a couple beats that sounds nice and catchy, but damn, like everything you drop, I'm gonna have to feel this type of way. Like, yeah, I don't know. Unless somebody tells me, yo, like, tell me, let, let me know a song in the album that you feel like I should listen to that doesn't give me that vibe. Yeah, like, because I don't know. I'm not looking. Yeah, I think, I think you're gonna. You're not gonna find that Earl. I think it's. I think the whole album sad. I think. You know, but my thing, yeah, my thing is like, that's the thing with him. If you don't want to listen to that, don't listen to him. But if you want to get into that bag, go to him for it. Because I don't even think he's a rapper. I know he's like he gets categorized as a rapper. I think he's R and B. I think he's R and B. He sings. Definitely sings more. He only listens to like Adele, Ed Sheeran. Like he listens to that type of music, and he's a good vocalist. I think he's damn near R and B. That's the problem. Is like when he gets viewed as by a certain way by people that aren't really fans, fans of him. It gets confusing because, like, he's a rapper, but why is there always this one sad sound, et cetera? But I think he's an R&B artist, basically, you know. Mm. It's a weird thing, but I do love him. I think he's very skilled. I think that type of music that he makes, I think he makes it the best. Like, that sad rap right yeah. now, more than anyone, like, quality-wise. You might not love it, but quality-wise, I think it's hard to deny. Because yeah. I love this last album. Um, it was a ghetto gospel. I love the ghetto gospel album. Oh, my God, from top to bottom. Um, That's the one that had Tombstone and shit in it? It might have been. Hey, that, that shit has some banging. Tombstone, yeah. and they bury me. Yeah, that, that And he had a newer hard. song that's on this album, uh, uh, Cold December or something like that. Oh, my God. That song is so good. Hmm. But I like Rod Way, man. I think if he was white, he'll be appreciated almost more. It's crazy. I feel like I really feel that way. I feel like if Rod Way was a white artist, he would be appreciated more. There's something that, and he's still successful, but there's something about him that people don't, like, he deserves major more appraisal yeah but at the same time online it didn't seem like he was getting that but then look at this number i'm shocked i'm like whoa yeah, he still has his fan base bro he sold Definitely. more than um who sold 100k that we were like what the fuck people been selling low this whole year fuck was it chris brown he sold more than chris brown 
Chris Brown was. Uh, yeah. Um, he sold more than um Brent Fayez. Brent Fayez sold a lot, but he sold more technically. Um, selling a lot. Yeah. You know, selling a lot. So congratulations, uh, Rod Wave. Comment down below, guys. What's your favorite song off that album? Because I got to check it out fully this week. Um, Bad Bunny concert. I'm going Thursday. It's gonna be lit. Shout out to Marlon. I believe he's going too as well. I'm gonna take my girlfriend. I have some tickets that I'm trying to sell. I got to put them to sell soon. I got to see which ones I'm keeping. Because I bought them all to sell. I wasn't going. But now, because these tickets dropped before the album came out. But the album's so ma- amazing. Yeah. That it's like, oh, I got to see this. Yeah, and it's at Fenway. So I've been to Fenway. But seeing a concert there is going to be interesting. Because I don't know how it's going to work. like to How they set it up. How yeah. they set it up. So it's outside. It's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. So it's going to be exciting to see. I saw The weekend two weeks ago. So, you know. I recommend everybody go and celebrate and go to concerts while you can because we don't know if this monkeypox, this coronavirus is going to come back again. The world might shut down. So go out and enjoy while you can. Don't regret it. Go out. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your summer. Um, 50 Cent and Floyd Mayweather are friends again. <laughs> they squashed their beef. They've had a beef ongoing back and forth. They've officially squashed it. Um, you know, this is breaking news to a lot of people. The Breakfast Club posted it. Um and yeah, I I I hope that similar to the Nikki Cardi, I don't want beef. You know, I want yeah. them to kind of reconcile. And 50's good for that though. Like he's like the beef guy. Where like, if you want a beef, we'll beef. Yeah, if you want a beef, he'll take it there. Like he's the number one bully in rap. I would say, you know, from literally the beginning, the song "How to Rob" from that in- inception of 50 Cent, that song where he came out all these rappers and everything, blah 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 blah. People have kind of become his children, where they're trolling people, six nine, etc. They're 50 Cent's children with that energy. But 50 Cent takes that to another level. But, yeah, they finally entered the beef. And applause to them. Let's keep it moving. Other than that, also breaking news. It's been revealed by Meg Thee Stallion, uh, who also dropped a new album, along with Rod Wave and The Game this weekend. Very heavy release weekend. Meg Thee Stallion, a lot of people didn't know about it, though. I didn't mm. know she was even had a new album. Nothing. Yeah. I right? I heard the day before, but aside from Yeah. That, and there was like a leak rumor, etc. So people were like, "Oh, it's a fake leak. Is they're just doing it for promo?" That's where her like her her label head, Carl Crawford, he used to play baseball. Carl Crawford, the baseball Carl player. Carl Crawford, yeah. Carl Crawford, <laughs> he owns I think fifteen hundred or nothing, or one of those. He owns a label that she signed to that he discovered her with, etc. But they've been falling out, having beef. And I think this is her last project on that label. So now she's gonna become a free agent. So that might be the reason why there wasn't heavy promotion for this. But at the same time, it's called Traumatized or something like that. It's about trauma. So it's her darkest music, she said. And she was crying, writing these songs. So it's like, damn, it it probably is a good album. I got to check it out. I haven't yet. But if it's a good album, I wish it was promoted more. I don't know. That's my opinion. We'll get more into that after she comes out more and gets more interviews. But during the one interview that she did did, did do, she spoke about... This one song that dropped before the album came out. I don't know if you saw it. It was called Pressurelicious, something like that, with Future. It came out like a week before the album came out. It was like a leading single for this album. I was like, damn, I got to check out the song. I didn't hear it. But then people didn't talk about it. It came yeah. and went. I was like, this is a future Meg Thee Stallion song. This should be bigger. Was it good, though? Was it? Was it? It's good. It's good. It's good. And now... When you listen to it and you realize the story that she gave, she gave out publicly the idea of a future verse, a future feature. How much does it cost? She said 250000 Damn. 
He didn't give no discount. Yo, no discount. Straight up. And I guess because she said she wanted to keep it professional because she wanted him to actually do it. And at the same time, she didn't have a friendship with him. So she's like, let's get yeah. to the mo- money. Let's get to the bag. Business-wise, boom. 250 She went to the bank, got it, paid him cash, and he did it same day. And I think he gave her, like, a full song. I don't know if they did a new song or he hopped on her beat that she gave him. And he did the hook, everything for her instead of just a verse. She just wanted a verse, you know. But... No, it's good. He gave her the full package. Yeah, that's good. We hear professional because it's like girls. We we hear that they have to give something up to get those features. You yeah, know? Our money. Lotto, shout to Lotto, Mulatto, yeah. saying that shit. You know, that's on her. She's also on the Meg Thee Stallion album, Mulatto. Shout to Lotto. So yeah, Lotto spoke about that with the Kodak rumor that shit or a little Wayne. They were like, "Who's doing it? Who? Which one is it? Oh my god, sex for pay, sex uh for feature. That's bullshit." Yeah, we don't want that to happen. So she said, "Hey, let's pay this man, and he's future." Yeah. I think he has a number one selling album this year in rap. I think it's future. Two fifty is it a lot? When you go back down uh, rap history, that used to be the number a lot of people throw out for like features, like and shit, like two fifty, five hundred thousand producers. There's so many stories of producers getting like five hundred thousand for per beat, hmm. but top of the line producers in the prime of their careers, right? Nowadays, everything's kind of been like. Feature for feature, verse for verse, like let's 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 uh exchange this. You scratch my back, I scratch yours, yeah. you know, like exchange of services almost. But this is taking it back to the old style where people are dropping bags for the feature. Cause a lot of rappers will be like, yo, that's my feature price, feature price. But who's really paying you that feature price? Yeah. I don't it, think Drake is paying future two fifty every time they work together. That's not happening. And you gotta think, is it what do you charge Drake? Or, or what do you ask for that much when it's a Drake feature? No exactly. One, you get more than, than Bro. what that two fifty is. Yeah, because I don't I don't hear this very often. I think Roddy said like he gets like a hundred k or something. I think in a recent interview a couple months ago, I think he said something like that. Or eighty k. Baby said too like if it's not friends, it's a hundred k something. Yeah, little baby, little Dirk. Little Dirk, Dirk said that right. I think seventy five. Little Dirk said seventy five or something like that on something, the Nelk yeah. Boys podcast. So. It's interesting. These numbers are being thrown out there. No, I think Dirk said like a crazy number. People were like, what the fuck? He's lying. But Future, I think, is worth the 250K. Yeah. You know, I'll, I would pay it if I had it. You know, and he's in the video and everything. Like, you get, you get the full Future package. And now that kind of just makes him sound more confirmed and more solid. Like, her talking about that publicly in a good way, not being bothered by it. Like, that's his price. I'm going to pay him. That's it. Yeah. She knows his value, and now he can confirm his value. You know, it's kind of something more to brag about. It looks better on your resume. You know, I don't know if tax wise, <laughs> yeah, if that's an issue. Like yeah, she should, she said that. Bit. You know, she paid him two fifty cash. Or you other know. people who's paid maybe three hundred thousand, yeah, five hundred thousand. They're like, damn, yo. And don't the label doesn't the label usually pay those yeah, feature yeah. prices and shit? She it seemed like she paid it out her own bank account. Mm-hmm. So. I'm, I'm, she's fucking Meg Thee Stallion. I'm pretty sure how much you think she probably has. Like Meg Thee Stallion probably has like at least like. No, she had a good ten run to twelve so. million dollars. Yeah, type I think shit. she's up there. I think she's up there. Unless she money. got really fucked with like the record label deal, but but she, she got like sponsorships and shit, yeah. makeup deals, all that shit. She gets uh, post, yeah, she's like pretty, Instagram posts, she's plenty good. or whatever collabs. Like she's getting money. Yeah, she has to be in the upwards of like ten millions of dollars. She's a big star, whether you like her music or not. And this album arguably might be flopping. You know, 50,000 copies are allegedly is going to sell this week. A third of the Rod Wave sales. And she's arguably the bigger artist, no? Yeah. You would think so. But the $250,000 feature price, is she getting her money back with that? I don't know, but I'll tell you this much. 
even if she doesn't recoup that from the music, I think it's a dope thing to put out there because people need to know like the music business, how it works. And yeah. that's a no, now a good story to know, like 250,000. That's his price future. Yeah. Pay it or don't, you know? And at the same time, he doesn't have to accept it. Doesn't, just because you got the money doesn't mean he's going to do the feature. Yeah. Because it could be random rappers in Dubai. Like, oh, I got, I got 500,000. Do two songs. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's going to take it. The song got to be good too. The song got to be good. I'm pretty sure his future, he's got to decide. He has creative control of that, but yeah, I, I I love that. That was very interesting to me. I love hearing shit like that because it gets me like going like, wow, oh my god! Like <laughs> you never hear the behind the scenes of this actual situation when it comes to rappers and shit, you know. But now we have it. Um, new shows came out, updating you guys for a TV show weekly TV show update. Um, <laughs> I'll say this: top three shows you should watch right now if you haven't watched the top three shows currently brand new this year that you can start off this year and catch up. I would say is The Terminalist on Amazon Prime, Blackbird on Apple TV, and The Bear on FX and Hulu. Great shows, nigga. You got to watch them. The Bear is about like a cook and like the lifestyle of being a cook behind the scenes. Very crazy. Like and real dark, or... Real shit. Like, and not like a professional cook, like high end. It's like a cook in Chicago making Philly cheesesteaks and like the drama and like the real shit that be happening. Guns. Everything is real raw, hard. Great show. Mm-hmm. And a lot of chefs are looking at it like, yo, they did a good job because that's how it actually is in the restaurant industry. It's perfect. They did a good job. So it's like realistic. Blackbird, great show about like a prisoner type of situation where like a guy has to become a prisoner to try to coerce another prisoner. It's based off a true story. Hmm. Coerce another prisoner to actually tell, confess to a murder and find a body. Great show. It's dark. It's on Apple TV. Apple TV's been getting good shows. They've been doing their thing with, with shows now. People are competing with Netflix. Netflix? Yeah, no. You're not the only dog in the yard. Facts. You got to you got to bark it out with these other fucking I think uh Disney Plus passed Netflix mm. and subscribers or like users over the weekend. They passed officially. I think it was breaking news, yeah. Well, Netflix bumped up their prices and still people got are leaving. bullshit. Like, yeah, people are leaving, fuck? you know. People yeah. are leaving. I'm staying because I'm a fucking dumbass, but well, I don't pay I'm a whore. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you are I'm, allegedly I'm illegally. Yeah, I, allegedly, nah, Erlen is a uh, illegal. Arrest him. <laughs> <laughs> the Terminalist. You got to watch it because you have family in the Navy. Who do you have? Do you have a brother or cousin in the Navy? He was or in the Marines. Yeah, he was in the Marines. Your brother? But I do have like uncles in the Navy. I know. For sure. Yeah, but he was in the Marine. My cousin. Yeah. Okay. So this show, The Terminalist, is basically you ever watched The Punisher? You know the story of the Punisher? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. The Punisher kind of like seeking re- seeking revenge and killing everyone who's like done you wrong. Similar story. This show, phenomenal. Chris Pratt coming from Parks and Rec comedy, transitioning into action. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's the main guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's the blonde white guy. But he's become an action star, and this kind of solidifies him with the Terminalist on Prime, Amazon Prime. Go check it out. It's the number one show on Amazon Prime for a reason. It's really good. Like, bro. It's like the Punisher mixed with the Bourne identity. Remember the Bourne identity? Yep. Uh, Jason Bourne and that whole shit, like trying to like his identity and all this stuff and like running away from the government, running away, killing people. It's that. Mm. But it's like to an extreme level, really, really good. And Black uh, Bird and this show, The Terminalist, I think they're a limited series, so it might be one season only. Wow. Unless they try get, to, see they try to add it to it. Yeah. You know, The Black Bird's based off a true story. The Terminalist... I don't think it is, but it, it feels real. So good. It's really, 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 really fucking good. It's not a paid ad. Trust me, guys. Go watch those three shows. Um, current shows that already came out. Season finale passed over the weekend. Two P Valley, season two P Valley. 
down in the valley where the girls get naked. The stripper show. <laughs> you should watch it. You should watch it. You know, there's a lot of gay stuff happening in it because of the Uncle Clifford. So a lot of men are like, oh, my God, because they show gay sex. Like, it go hard. Yeah. They don't show it, but they show it. They don't show the butt and the dick. Um, but you know what's going on. But you know on, what's going on, yeah. right? But it's like, I don't I don't mind it because it's like, it's reality. I'm looking at it like, that happens, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's happening. And it's like a rapper hiding his identity as a gay man, but he's a rapper. It's like, yeah, it's really good, bro. It's a good show. It gets dark because suicide happened um, this season. Season two, it was very darker than ever. Watch P-Valley if you want as well. Two seasons fully are out right now. That's on Stars. Um, but yeah, other than that, that, those are the shows right now. It's, it's a great year for shows, man. They've been pumping them out. Classics like Stranger Things and shit. New seasons. Ozark had the final season. But there's a lot of new shows. Like these shows I just, I just mentioned that you definitely should watch. It's a great year for shows. Especially because uh, the fucking pandemic happened. So they pushed shit back. Because yeah. people had to record at a different time. Now they're dropping the shows. So go watch them while you can. Do you have any shows you're watching right now? Your favorite shit right now? What are you on right now? What would you be? Um, not right now, but I'm I'm excited for I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones, but they have oh, the like spin-off? A, yeah, they have like that coming out. So Yeah. Hoping they kinda is the same of Game of Thrones. I'm, I I'm saw that. I saw the that. promo for that. I haven't watched yeah. Game of Thrones, though. I should watch it. I need to Bro, watch it. Nah, I recommend and it's crazy because I went to uh Spain when I went to Spain. And I actually went to the place that they filmed part of the movie, mm. and it was um oh the movie or the show uh the show or the, the show? show yeah the show the Game of Thrones or the yeah. new one no uh, no the Game of Thrones oh, okay not the new one the the last one yeah and it was like um damn I forgot fuck I forgot what it's called but you you know exactly what that is like the the king is in a wheelchair yeah and he's like looking out into this like thing that looks like a paradise and it's fire bro like, I was wow. I was in that same spot looking at it like yo I was really in a, in the show. Listen, that's dope, I recommend. Man. Yeah. I, I, I love when I hear shit like that. I think um the new Wakanda, they filmed in Boston. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was parts in Boston. Boston Cassidy sent me an email today saying that there was parts that they filmed in Boston. I think Hocus Pocus is coming out in Hocus Pocus 2. They filmed here. They filmed in Providence, Rhode mm -hmm. Island. So that's coming out, I think, this year or already came out. I think it's, I don't think it's out yet. Probably in Halloween. Around Halloween, Halloween, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I love TV shows, movies. I still got to watch Nope. I got to watch Nope. I haven't watched it. I tried I watch real it. quick, like bootleg it, but it was just too bad. It's I got to watch it. I got to watch it. I might try to go tomorrow night. To the movies? Because it's $4 on Tuesdays. Yeah, I work tomorrow. $4 on Tuesdays. Let's go Wednesday and then fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch it soon. Yeah, um, definitely. The Top Gun Maverick was amazing. Tom Cruise. I think that's the movie of the year. I haven't watched Nope yet, but I'm pretty sure Top Gun Maverick is movie of the year. Because Top Gun Maverick is like a perfect storyline from top to bottom. Not too much, not too little. Very American classic movie feeling. Felt like the original Top Gun, but better. And like it wasn't too much. It was great and it's real. Like there's nah, real man. flying. They filmed Tom, it in the in the actual planes and Tom everything. Tom Cruise is something else. Bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll we're going to see somebody... <sighs> Again like that, bro. Like, bro, Tom Cruise, they were saying stunts. it. Like, is Tom Cruise the last action movie yeah. star or whatever, or live or whatever around? And it's like, I don't think so because, like I said, Chris Pratt has a, that good show. Like, there's a lot of up-and-coming new ones that are going crazy. You know, they're still here. Um, but he's one of the most, if not the best. Like, he's up there with the top three, top five, like, obviously. Big name, big name. Big name is Tom that. Cruise, you know, because no stunt doubles ever. No. Just straight himself, you know. But at the same time, God forbid... He might die doing these things. Like, that's the type of person that dies doing what they love. 
you know, dies doing what they are known for, you know, similar to Paul Walker dying in a car, like that type of level of meeting their faith. But, you know, knock on wood, it doesn't, you know, we don't want that to happen. You know, he might die by Scientology, you know, because he's a Scientologist. He believes in Scientology, you know, but let's, let's not talk about that. They might take the whole video down. Um, but last topic of the day, speaking about Scientology and weird conspiracies and weird rumors. Let's break this down. We're going to have a quick segment right now. For those who don't know, the Nickelodeon show creator, producer, executive director, whatever you want to call him, right? He's mainly a creator and producer. Dan Schneider. Now, for reference, for those who don't know Dan Schneider, if you're watching on YouTube especially, if you guys grew up like we grew up, you know, me and Earl in 24, 20s and below, our generation, you remember seeing this at the end of a lot of our TV shows, our favorite TV shows. It would come on in the credits. You remember that? Schneider's Bakery. Schneider's Bakery. All the time, right? Schneider's Bakery. That was Dan Schneider. Now, Dan Schneider, you go on his Wikipedia, you look at his filmography. These are the shows that he's created, right? Since 1994, he was a writer and executive producer and a guest star as well. Um, and a main producer. For multiple seasons of all that. You remember all that, right? All that. This is all that. Gave birth to Keenan and Kel, Amanda Bynes, a lot of the young, up-and-coming actors out of Nickelodeon. All that was the main show. So from 1994, he did that. Keenan and Kel, he was a producer on, consultant. Guys like us, never heard of that one. I skipped that I one. One that year, one. probably got canceled. He was the creator of that show, though. Amanda, 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 Amanda show. <laughs> he created that show. Uh, what I like about you, I never heard about that show. Co-creator, though. Drake and Josh, he created wow. Drake and Josh from start to finish. Executive producer, writer. I Zoe 101, he created that one. iCarly, he created that one. My, maybe my favorite one out of all of them. I love iCarly. Victorious, he created that one. They just had the recently the 10-year anniversary Victorious. Sam and Cat. He created that one, which was a spinoff of iCarly and Victoria together. Henry Danger. I never watched that, but I know it's like one of the newer ones. He co-created that. You know, he created Game Shakers, a newer Nickelodeon. I never watched that one. Adventures of Kid Danger. I've heard of Kid Danger. He created that show. Danger Force. He created that show, co-creator. And the newest iCarly. I've been watching. I got to watch season two. He's accredited. He's credited only as a creator, but I don't think he's a really... He probably is because of the old show, but I don't think he has nothing to do with the new one, from my recollection. I was like, character, like the character names and yeah, stuff? Yeah, because he created iCarly, because it's iCarly again, so mm -hmm. it's like he has to be credited as a creator, but it's, he, has, he has nothing to do with the new show, from what I remember. And so now you have reference for who Dan Schneider is and his work, right? Dan Schneider has been alleged for many years of being abusive, to these childhood actors behind the scenes on set off set whether it's been physically abusive there's been allegations verbally abusive allegations or i guess pen to paper abusive because he would do he'll write into the scenes weird scenes and make them do these scenes and now looking back at it years later you see how weird that actually was because these were these were child children acting you know if you, even if they weren't children they were young yeah. adults acting still children to a lot of people's eyes right oh, for sure but i think for the most part they were all like minors so he was never like physically sexually um as of yet there's there hasn't been nothing confirmed or really like visibly like aggressively yeah. 
alleged when it comes to like sexual like type of shit but as of like now on camera though but on camera people have things. always been like this guy is creepy why is he doing this right yeah so shout out to Jeanette McCurdy one of the main actresses she played Sam and iCarly and also in Sam and Cat so she definitely was around you know Dan from 2007 until 2014 so for like seven years minimum she was around dan schneider mm -hmm. she released a book which i bought i gotta listen to the book six hours audiobook she's it's called glad i'm glad my mom died something like that very this controversial crazy, title yeah. i love the title because it brings you in it, it, it got promoted like years ago she's been talking about this book for years and now it finally got released i thought it came out years ago but now because i've been following her and stuff now it officially came out and there's an article where it breaks down the segments of her specifically, allegedly, speaking about Dan Schneider. Now, Dan Schneider, in her book, people are connecting it to who she refers to as the creator. A quote from the book, the creator is doing the thing that I've heard from my co-stars he does with every new star of a show that he's making. He takes you under his wing. You're his favorite. It's creepy. So it's like a almost like manipul uh, mun manipulative Manipul type of like puppet master type of energy, right? Yeah. She says um, right here, there was a situation where she alleges that she turned down literally $300,000 from Nickelodeon to prevent her speaking about her experiences with the network, network referring specifically to the creator, wow. allegedly Dan Schneider. She was like, what the fuck? Nickelodeon has offered me this money, hush money, to not speak publicly. You know, this is a network with shows made for children. Shouldn't they be sort of like have a moral compass? Shouldn't they at least try to resort to ethical standard? Um, and I think she denied that money, you know, because obviously she's talking about it now. Yeah. She denied that money. It probably was going to be like an NDA or something. Yeah, for sure. And any young person might have signed it at the time. But she was, you know, smart enough and not naive. To be like, no, hold up. I'm not doing this, right? Yeah. Because she spoke about there was situations where he would compare her to, like, the Victorious team and be like, the Victorious cast would get drunk. They get drunk and stuff, and they have fun. Why don't you guys do that, they're too? more loose. Yeah, loose. More, like, saying, like, you should do that, right? Crazy. Weird shit. Like, whoa, why would you want, you know, and encourage... And miners drinking? Like, yeah. come on, no. Miners, I guess. Even if they weren't miners, still the idea of, like, you know... Why yeah, are you free, telling people you know. to get loose? What yeah. is there? Why do I need yeah. to be loosened? I'm not a fucking screw. Dan Schneider. Get your fucking toolbox away from me, you fucking creep. <laughs> um, and guys, this might be disturbing footage for some, but there's footage here that's been resurfaced of Ariana Grande, who allegedly, not allegedly, arguably is the biggest star. I don't think it's even arguably. She's the biggest star from the Nickelodeon history lineage. Yeah. She's the biggest. Josh Peck is famous. Dan... Uh, not Dan, Drake Bell, but Ariana Grande is Ariana Grande, right? But she was a part of the recent reunion, the 10-year reunion that they had via Zoom during the pandemic and stuff uh, for Victorious because she was a part of that cast of Victorious, uh, Ariana Grande, yeah. which I forgot she was. So she was a part of that Zoom call. Okay, oh. recording. She's hey, there in the middle. Daniela, we got Liz. Woo! Woo! Yeah. With Dan. So people are like, whoa, but she's cool with Dan still. So maybe, you know, she's scared to come out, talk about it. Who knows? Maybe contractually she can't. But I do know this. Watch this fucking montage of Ariana Grande and tell me that this is not creepy. 
argue with me that this is not disturbing. This footage of Ariana Grande conducted by Dan Schneider at Nickelodeon. Have you ever said something, like a sentence, and thought to yourself, wow, like, I bet nobody else on earth has ever said those exact words that I just said. That happens to me a lot. So now, just for fun, I'm going to say three sentences that I bet not one person has ever said before in the history of mankind. Sentence number one. Oh, man, my uvula got stuck between that hamster's toes. Fuck. That could never happen, because your uvula is that swingy thing in the back of your throat right here. What the fuck was that, bro? Why are they making her do this? Yeah, they make a deep throat. He's making her, like, gag on camera. For his pleasure to look back at? Yeah. That made the show? So that made no the episode? Stuck between a I think so. I think so. Even if it didn't, it's, it's here. Toes. Look at Sentence her now. number three. Ah! I'm soaking wet. Quick, somebody bring me the ocean. No. What? What is that, bro? Like, that's, that's disturbing, bro. I don't have a daughter, but if I did, I have a son. And uh, this already bothers me, obviously. Even if I didn't, but you know what I'm saying. Like, no one would ever oh, say yeah, that. For sure. Why? Because if you were soaking wet and you were upset about it, the last thing you'd want is for somebody to bring you the ocean. Because the ocean is even more wet than even the wettest person in the world. Have you ever tried to get your whole big toe in your mouth? Check this out. What the fuck is happening, bro? What the fuck oh, is going why? on here? Sometimes I wonder if you can get juice from a potato. Nah, bro, that's, what that, the there's fuck no is way that on, made bro. there's no way that made that, that uh, air, is it bro. possible for a teenage girl to drink water upside down mm, nah that nigga thirsty. gotta go to jail bro <laughs> nah dan schneider should be behind bars what the fuck bro what the heck is going on here I saw the first couple of clips of this video, but I don't even know like this shit. That, that's some wild fucking things. Come on. And if you're a kid, of course you're gonna see see it more innocently. But like, can you imagine what life would be like with hippopotamus teeth? Because my thing is this: there's always been rumors. I think uh, wasn't um, yeah, Marlon showed us. I think last week, like a clip from SpongeBob, where like they pull him out the ground and it was his dick. Yeah, he was and holding his dick. They make it seem like it was his nose, but it's actually SpongeBob's dick. So a lot of creepy childhood cartoons and shows actually had a undertone of sexual misconduct. Yeah, it was some darker humor. Darker humor, in hidden. The thing. Yeah, right. But this one. It's a situation where we're dealing with real people, real families, real children, and there's one man behind it. And it all goes down the same road. That road leads to Dan Schneider, Schneider's Bakery. Mm. You know, this fucking guy, in my opinion, deserves to be behind bars. He is still free. There hasn't been any really major investigation. Now, after the Jeanette McCurdy book coming out, people have now resurfaced this. And they've taken it to the highest level. And I think rightfully so, because we are in a time of cancel culture extreme, right? Where people are utilizing all social media platforms to the highest extent, coming together, unifying to get something going, the ball rolling. And I think the ball is rolling on this Dan Schneider situation. Everybody comment down below, share your opinion. Yeah. Feel free to, I don't know how you can, but you have your right to. It's your, you know, legally you can, right? It's your freedom to 
argue against what I'm stating, in my opinion. But it is my opinion. And at the end of the day, it's like, yes, I understand legally, business-wise, these people had parents who signed off for them to do this. So Ariana Grande, Jenna yeah. McCurdy, you know, Miranda Cosgrove, they knew what they were getting themselves into in a sense, right? At least their parents did, right? But in Jeanette McCurdy's situation, which she broke it down to, she had an abusive mother, which wanted her to do all this stuff, you know, get money for me. Just for the money. Yeah. She wanted her mother to do everything. She, her mother wanted her to do everything for her. Almost like, like become my child slave. Like, I want, and the she's forcing cow. her, yeah, cash out for us, cash out for the family, but forcing her to do these things. That's why Jenna McCurdy's not acting no more. She retired. She doesn't want to be a part. She didn't want to be a part of this. This is not her dream, you know, and she's fucked up mentally because of her mother. Yeah. Everything that her mother put her through. So. Now the book title. The book title makes sense. Makes and at the sense. same time, these allegations make sense. Yeah. Because why has nothing been investigated? Maybe because these people have weird parents, you know, Ariana Grande. I hope that she becomes the straw that breaks the camel's back. But it's going to be weird on her part because it would have to be a major, major situation, a major, like, not just a tweet. She and would have to uh, tackle it legally. And did she sign her NDA? Did she get her back? Because uh, Jeanette said no, but who else said, fuck it, I, we need this money now, you know? And she's a part of, like, the reunion and shit. Like, she's still interacting with Dan. They probably are on good terms. Mm. And like you said, did she sign something? She could have signed the NDA to not say nothing to about, like, the, like, the same money that Jeanette got offered. Because yeah. if she's getting offered that, then most likely all of them are getting Because just for reference, guys, I want to I tell you guys what we're dealing with, right? Let's look up the value of the company, Nickelodeon. Yeah, and if that comes out too, that he's been doing some crazy shit, the whole company's going. Because he has he, a lot of shows, majority of the shows. Yeah, let's see. Let me just look it up. How much is Nickelodeon worth? Let's see right now. As a company, right? Nickelodeon. Why isn't that coming up? Are they hiding that? The whole net worth. Nickelodeon net earnings. Nickelodeon net earnings. 2005. Created in 2005. Total views. The YouTube channels, all they're sharing. They have a 3 million YouTube channel. Bro, but what? Is it not a public company? Why is that so hard for that to come up? Can you see uh, TV ratings and stuff? This is weird. Comment down below if you guys can. I thought it was going to be easier. Like, this was just going to pop up. But why is Nickelodeon's value as a company not popping up? Nonetheless, let's look up, I guess, now. Dan Schneider. Net worth. $40 million. Mm. $40 million. And that's just a rough estimate with net, uh, net value. Because another website says it's $98 million. Yeah. That. He's a very rich guy, guys. Let's Definitely. break that down. He's a very, very rich guy. He co-hosted the second annual executive. So he's been around with Nickelodeon since, since 1980. Since the 1980s, he's been around. Damn. So we're talking about four decades of potential abusive, creepy behavior by Dan Schneider. No one's doing shit about it. You know, no one's doing nothing about it. And I think it, it, it's his time, guys. This is my version of a breakdown, you know, unravel, expose, for those who didn't know about Dan Schneider's situation. 
56 years old, born in Memphis, Tennessee. He's married to Lisa Lillian. His parents, Harry Schneider, Carol Schneider. He went to Memphis University School. He went to Harvard as well. Oh, Harvard guy. Harvard guy. Harvard. He's a Harvard guy. <laughs> Harvard guy. Dan Schneider, the Harvard guy. You know? <laughs> what, what's that saying? Everything done in the dark comes to light. Yeah, everything done in the dark comes to light. You know, Harvard guy. Harvard guy. And he didn't, he didn't go for <laughs> culinary because he has a Schneider's Bakery. <laughs> what, what are you cooking up, you creep? You cooking up? You cooking up? Fucking kid dick! Like what? Are you, <laughs> like what is he doing? Is this guy like some kid buns? This reminds me of Harvey Weinstein situation, Crazy. but with a child level. Harvey Weinstein, M.G. Graham. We're talking about major adult actors. Creepy shit was still happening. You know, fuck me, and you get this role. Allegedly, that's what happened with Harvey Weinstein and these these actresses. Now this is a situation where I think he's gonna be the next big Hollywood. Arrest, I hope, Dan Schneider, because once, right, right when you look up his name, everything, Ariana Grande fans resurface disturbing uh, video, resurfaced video, Nickelodeon, Dan Schneider once uh, reigned over child uh, t- TV, what happened to him? Dan Schneider addresses, wait, okay, so in 2021, he addressed the allegations, let's see what he said real quick, guys. Okay, 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 Schneider defended his leadership style in the interview. He claimed he did not part from Nickelodeon on bad terms. Okay, because he left the Nickelodeon in 2018. Let's put that out there. He wow. left the Nickelodeon in 2018. The parent company, Nickelodeon, he uh, investigated Schneider before his 2018 split. The investigation saw Schneider's co-workers praise his attention to detail and work ethic and also indicated that many people he worked with viewed him as Verbally abusive. Snyder defended his leadership style in an interview. He also claimed he did not part with Nickelodeon on bad terms. It was on good terms. He said it was a result of an exhausting period that required delivery of as many 50 episodes of shows each year. So that's what they required in his contract. He couldn't handle that. 50 shows of an episode each year. Got too much. 50 episodes a year from shows. I took a break to take care of a lot of stuff that I like to go by the wayside. I let to go by the wayside for decades. He almost lost more than 100 pounds. Oh, wow. Good for him because he looked fat as fuck in these photos. So I guess he lost 100 pounds and said he still burns to do something. Whatever I do next, I want to do outdo it what I've done in the past. Yeah. What you're going to do next is you're going to go to fucking jail yeah. and you're going to have to create a show from behind the bars. You know, make a fucking show with the fucking paper. If you survive, God bless. Because I, I hear they do a lot of bullshit to people um, behind let me calm down. Let of me course. calm down. Now, I mean, let me fucking. Like, I'm getting heated. You know, if it's if they're saying like he just does verbal like abusive things, right? Well, it can mean a couple things because it's like that's what they try to do with Ellen. Remember, they said that Ellen was um too strong of a leader, similar to this, like See, verbally yeah, abusive to yeah. It's like um staff. Damn, who? Uh, Jamie Fox. He said in the interview, he was like when he was doing the Django. Quentin Tarantino like, was, abu- was verbal. Yeah, like uh, Jamie Foxx came in with a different style. Yeah. And then um, um, Tarantino like pulled them to the side, like in a different room and was like, yo, that's not how you fucking do it. You got to act this way, this and that. Oof. Like went crazy on them. But then that clicked into him. Yeah. And uh, he said he liked that. Like it, it made it better. But, it motivated him. But not everyone likes that. Yeah. But yeah, not not like that. But then it's like, yo, the dude's doing creepier stuff than just yelling at a person. Like, that, Yeah. Because I didn't even know he had right. an investigation. Viacom investigated him. This was 2018. Uh, it was around the Me Too movement. 
Uh, but they said that it didn't have to do with anything sexual misconduct. It was just verbally it's abusive verbal. coworkers and mm. stuff, tantrums, angry emails, a part of the claims. Uh, people who got interviewed, they didn't want to identify themselves. Uh, yeah. And he also requested shoulder and neck massages in his habit of texting child actors outside of work hours. By them? Yeah, that's what they alleged with him. Whoa. Nah. <laughs> a lot of people got to, we got to break this down and look at this stuff, guys. This is all what? public record. You can read this. These are our allegations, obviously, but they still exist in the world. They try to cover this up. You can't get away with this Dan Harvard guy. Yeah. Schneider's Bakery. We'll the definitely find here. out. We're finding out now. You know, uh, I couldn't and I wouldn't have long-term friendships and continued loyalty from, from so many reputable people. I'd mistreated my actors of any age, especially minors. So he said that. So he denied that. Um. He didn't want to discuss anything specific. You know, he said, high standards. I'm very willing to defend creative things that I believe in. I never interacted with actors in any way, texting or otherwise. That should be that should make anyone uncomfortable. Uh, OK, the new show he's working on is more of an adult audience. He said he's working simultaneously with a plot meant for kids and their families. OK, so he's still trying to fucking be with kids and shit, I guess. This mm. was uh, 2021. This story, this article about the 2018 investigation that lasted nothing really no one it was on the hush no one spoke about but guys go please visit this this is online there's videos and now you have my video right now our video that we just made this clip if you're watching it separately make sure to watch the full ca podcast cap but yeah dan schneider um i hope 2022 rest in peace dan schneider's career 2022 that's hope i hope that's what i see i don't wish him death you thought I was going there? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. And, it, and it's if he's done what he's did, what they're saying he's doing, you know. Yeah. Until they again, we'll we'll go by until proven guilty. Because we saw the clips, yeah, and that so, was on camera, yeah. So, so imagine what was happening on the on the, off camera, yeah. Schneider's Bakery, Harvard guy, but there we crazy. have it. Yeah, kind of crazy, man. I hope that shit gets fucking resolved. You know, prayers for Janet McCurdy, prayers for. Ariana, everybody, I hope they get peace during these, you know, controversial times and, you know, clickbait times. But let's get to the truth. Dan Schneider, Harvard guy, lock him up. There we have it, though. That was Cap, episode 45. We appreciate you guys, you know. Episode 45, like uh, 45. like 45, uh, Mr. 45. The pistol, pistol you know. Pete. <laughs> we love you guys subscribe comment down below share this share your favorite parts make sure to send in questions we'll answer them for next week i wanted to get more user subscriber involvement on the episodes please it could be about relationships whatever you desire please email us comment go on patreon.com we'll you know upload on there as well more consistently you can also dm us on there more personally and i'll make sure to always respond especially to the patreon members but there we have it cap episode 45 they gonna love me for my ambition. Harvard guys.